welcome back to it. My next guest first appeared on this program all the way back in 2015. All the way back in 2015. He had just written a book. He was pursuing politics, and he was considering running for governor in Missouri. Now, fast forward a little bit. He went on to run for governor of Missouri. He won. Defeated the incumbent there and became the 56th governor of Missouri. But then he was targeted with a a series of allegations. A series of allegations that ultimately led to his resignation a year and a half after taking office. That happened in June of 2018. But now, Eric Greitens, my next guest, has been completely exonerated by the Missouri Ethics Commission following an exhaustive 20-month investigation. The commission's order reads in part that they found quote, no evidence of any wrongdoing on the part of Eric Greitens. And in an unprecedented move, the MEC included a clause in their order that upholds Greitens' right to pursue civil and criminal remedies against those who made false allegations against him, including the prosecutor in the case. Eric Greitens is with me. Eric, welcome back. Hey, Steve. Great to be on with you, man. Thanks for having me. It, It has been a long and turbulent ride since the last time you and I spoke. Steve, it, it has been. Uh, it's been it's been a long ride. Uh, I you know when when you and I first first spoke, uh, I think we had just published Resilience, which was uh, my book of, of letters to my fellow Navy SEAL who'd come back home who's struggling with post traumatic stress disorder. It was a book about how you deal with pain and create wisdom, how you deal with suffering and build strength. And certainly in in my own life, Steve, in the last couple years. Uh, because I came in as a conservative outsider, we were targeted, we were attacked. It led to a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. But I can tell you this, we're coming out on the other side wiser and stronger. I'm glad to have been exonerated, and it, it's important to get the truth out. Uh, clearly. What the left's willing to do. Now, the old saying is, though, where do I go to get my reputation back? We'll get to that in a moment. But um, your background includes being a Navy SEAL, being yeah. a Rhodes Scholar, being the governor of Missouri for a year and a half, cut short by these scandals. But... Yeah, let's dig into that for a minute. You you were elected. You, the I believe the governor at the time was Nixon, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, he, he was the governor at the time. He was termed out, and uh, I entered a uh, a Republican primary as a conservative outsider. I had never been involved uh, in politics before. Nobody gave you a chance. You had no, you had no shot. No one gave us a chance to win uh, that election. Um, but we came in. Uh, we won the Republican primary. And then we took on a heavily favored uh, Democrat who was a career politician in the general election. We defeated him. And then what really shocked the establishment was that we went into office and we did everything that we had promised the people of Missouri we were going to do. And that wasn't going to work for some people that opposed you, basically. That's really what it comes down to. Let's be honest about this. Uh, The prosecutor in this case bankrolled by George Soros. If you look around the country, this is not unusual and worth looking into, but there are a whole host of prosecutors around this country uh, in places like Missouri that have been bankrolled by George Soros. And this prosecutor, Kim Gardner, um, who brought and later dropped charges against you in 2018, now under criminal investigation herself. So uh, just so that, I mean, there's so much to to go through here uh, that I just want to take a little bit slow, Eric. So you're governor, you're going through the process, you're passing things, you're dealing with child welfare and other things that are important and taking care of the promises that you made to the voters of Missouri. And all of a sudden, you're accused of some things. Tell us what the accusations were and when that kind of started. 
Absolutely. So I'd been in office for a year, and and just like you said, Steve, we were fulfilling our promises. We killed a politician's pay raise. We slammed shut the revolving door between lobbyists and the executive branch. We banned all gifts from lobbyists. We killed off this corrupt tax credit program, which had been stealing $1.3 billion over the course of the last decade and putting it into the hands of insiders. The other thing that really upset this prosecutor and George Soros was that we were standing up for the police. We were standing up for law enforcement. And, you know, your, your listeners will, will remember that Ferguson, Missouri, was kind of the home for this whole anti-police movement in the country. Right. And we had another incident in Missouri where uh, a St. Louis police officer, Jason Stockley, had shot and killed an African-American man on duty. And, again, you saw activists coming in from around the country who were saying that unless Stockley was found guilty, that they uh, were going to, I think their exact phrase was, they were going to burn Missouri to the ground or they were going to make it so people wouldn't even remember Ferguson. And what I did was I went out and I said very clearly, I said, look, everyone has the constitutional right to freedom of speech. Everyone has the constitutional right to freedom of assembly. If people are upset and they're out there and they're protesting, you will find that the police are out there protecting the protesters. I said, however, throwing a brick through a window is not free speech. Attacking a police officer is not free speech. There will be no looting and burning. And I said very clearly, I said, if you loot, if you burn, the only safe space you're going to find is in a jail cell. And that upset national liberals um, across the country. It upset right. the Soros organization. And so in January of 2018, the Soros-funded prosecutor, Kim Gardner, who received over 70% of her funding directly from George Soros, accused me, accused me, of blackmailing a woman, of taking a photograph of her against her consent. It was a completely made-up allegation. We now know that people in the case were paid $120,000 in cash who lied, uh, who made up false stories, but she did this, and she charged me, and she admitted this herself in court. She charged me for a crime, Steve, with no evidence. And she Ed, did this purely, yeah, and she's still in office. She's still there. Hold on. Just people, anybody just joining us, former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens on the line here. Completely framed, tarred and feathered for something you did not do. Um, but she issues these um, accusations. Of course, CNN and all the rest jump right on board. They don't need proof. They just need something to, to attack a conservative with, right? As a conservative, you're considered guilty until proven innocent. Right, so they come after you. All, all of the dogs are coming after you. Uh, they're, they're all on your heels. And so, they, go ahead. Yes, yes they, they, they all come, can't come after you. And in fact, Kim Gardner's investigator in the case, she didn't go to the police. She didn't use her own investigator. She hired a private investigator who was a former FBI agent. She brought him in to manufacture a false case. And they, that investigator has now been charged with seven felonies six counts of felony perjury, one count of felony evidence tampering for manufacturing a false case against me because I was a conservative outsider. So let me ask you this. We've got about one minute here before we hit the break, and then we're going to have you back and continue the conversation. They gave you the green light to go ahead and sue. Are you going to do that? Right now we are looking at all of our legal options, and what's happening imminently is that uh, the 
investigator. His, his trial is coming up in just a couple of weeks, and we'll also see um, they're investigating Kim Gardner to take away her law, law license, and she's under criminal investigation herself. So lose her license, lose everything, as she should, by the way. All right, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Eric Greitens here, former governor of Missouri, former Navy SEAL, a Rhodes Scholar, a guy we first talked to back in 2015 before he ran for governor of Missouri. He was thinking about it. Uh, Resilience was the book that he put out at that time, one that he had to rely on. He had to rely on his own words to survive this ordeal, I'm quite sure. Uh, It's the Steve Gerber Show on a Monday back after this. You know, people still walk up to me and say, man, have you lost weight? I'm Steve Gruber, and I did lose weight, a lot of it. I did it with My Pure Health Solutions, formerly Nutramost. I'm still surprised because it's been almost two years since I made the decision to drop the pounds. And with My Pure Health Solutions, I did it with a custom plan built just for me, and I'm so happy I did. I feel better. People tell me I look better. I lost 40 pounds. I still feel great. Find out more at GruberHealth.com. GruberHealth.com. That's GruberHealth.com. Believe me, if I could do it, so can you. Confessions of a Potentially Perfect Parent, brought to you by AdoptUsKids.org. I might look like an adult, like a person who could possibly be a parent, but I have no idea how to talk like one. And everyone knows that if you want to be a parent, you have to sound good when you say things like, Don't make me turn this car around, or Because I said so, or Don't make me come back there. I don't even really know what those things mean, but I know that I actually believed my parents when they said them to me. How did they manage to sound so convincing? Here we go. Don't make me come back there. No, that's not tough enough at all. Kids can sense weakness. Don't make me come back there. Ooh, yeah, that's better. In fact, that kind of sounded like my dad. Weird. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who would love to listen to you practice your dad voice. Call 1-888-200-4005 or visit adoptuskids.org for more information. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. Hydration isn't a sometimes thing. It's an all-the-time thing. Good hydration is proven to improve performance and prevent cramping. Good hydration starts when you get up in the morning and lasts all day. Develop a plan for good hydration all day long and up your game. Visit the MHSAA website and click on Education for more information. A public service message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. 